Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. All right, so let's talk about some of the top 35 classic rock singers of all time. We don't know what the list will turn out to be. It's at KSLX.com. You can still vote on it. And we will find out this weekend starting tomorrow at 10 o'clock where the countdown starts and who winds up at number one, according to your votes. Yeah, these are your votes, not our votes. Although I, I bet you we will agree with a good portion of who's up there because they're the obvious ones. This is a Freddie Mercury's. It's just yeah. not a matter of, it's not a matter of who in some instances. It's a matter of where, where you know, you yeah. know, Freddie Mercury's going to be there. You know, Robert Plant's probably going to be there. And yeah, the guys probably, from, uh, Paul Rogers from Bad Company. Paul Rogers. Yeah, sure. I know. mean, those, those guys are those. It's almost a given that those are going to be. Yeah. It's a matter of, you know, when we do these lists, where do they slot? Yeah. And then you start to, that's where the debate happens. But like everybody's got an opinion on great singers. You know, sure. we, we were just talking to a gentleman and he said, All right. How are you guys feeling about Robert Palmer? About Robert Palmer? Uh, I've, I've always felt meh, but he's an all right he's singer. A, he's a fine singer. Absolutely I, fine singer. See, there's a difference, I think, between, between, uh, you know, a decent singer, good singer, that kind of deal, and greatest of all time. When we start talking about greatest of all time, there has to be something exceptional uh, about the guy. They have to have been either a great technician or be in a band that is that is so undeniable. Certain guys may not have the greatest voice in the world, but something about them makes them great. Like Mick, Mick Jagger, not a great not a great singer, technically, no, no. but there's something magical about yeah. what Mick Jagger does. Great songwriter, sure. for one thing, yeah. yeah. And a great, uh, a great showman, great right. front man. Yep. Um, one guy I picked was, uh, you know, and again, I don't know if he's the top or not. I just really think he had a great voice. And I'm talking about Lou Graham from Foreigner. And once he left Foreigner, he did a solo album. His first solo album was called Ready or Not. Yeah. And I think this was 1987. I thought it was the best song of the year, actually. You'll see where he starts low and then goes high. You know, typical, sort of decent. But wait, he goes up a register. Here. Yeah, here you go. It's, one. Third, it's on the third one. You got yeah. the, the rule of threes applies here, I think. Here we go. And then he jumps right in here. This is pretty sick. And wait, there's more. Yeah, I yeah, love that part good. of the song. Yeah, yeah. The frustrating thing for me is they're just starting to fade out. Yeah, I know that, that song goes on for like for four, it's, for four minutes. It's like foreigners hot-blooded. The best line of the song, you're making me sing for your sweet, sweet thing, yeah. is while they're fading it out. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> All right, well, my guy uh, is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know if, if Lou Graham or Foreigner are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. By the way, the guy that's singing for Foreigner now, a guy named Kelly Hansen, is terrific. Crushing it. Great. Every bit the singer that Lou Graham yeah. is just not wasn't there during the, the, the meat years of the band. What? Lou Graham has had a lot of health problems, and right. it's basically yeah. robbed him of his voice. He still tours and stuff, but it's 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 it's, it's not the Absolutely not the same. Right, exactly. My guy, uh, the guy I'm, I'm, I'm featuring now in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice, but only as a member of one of the bands he sang for. That's an interesting statistic yeah, there. In, in 1983, he beat out uh, David Coverdale, Michael Bolton, and uh, a guy named Nicky Moore from a, a band called Samson, an English band called Samson. They're an English band that he sang for, talking about Black Sabbath, and I'm talking about Ian Gillen, who was only in the band for a year, and then a year later, somebody said, hey, here are a bunch of zeros on the bend of a check. You want to get back together with Deep Purple? How about this? This is live. That's how I love it. Voice. Great voice. 
Yeah, and, and again, and not a huge, super high range, but he's in key for what he's doing. Uh, if you want to hear some singing by him, go listen to Child in Time, the original right. version. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I think I think Ian Gillen is one of those guys that may not make this list because Deep Purple is one of those. Again, a great example of Deep Purple being underrated. Richie Blackmore never gets mentioned. Uh, most people don't talk about Ian Pace as one of the greatest drummers of all time. And they never got the respect they deserve as a band. I don't think Ian will get the respect he deserves in this list. I can almost guarantee it. You're probably right. Yeah. And, and yeah. something about Deep Purple, they're they are like the stepchild of, of music, of hard rock, for whatever reason. Yeah. And they're they're seminal. They're, they pretty much invented heavy metal along with Sabbath and Zeppelin. Small factoid here. Years ago, I interviewed Lou Graham from Foreigner. I said, tell, what, us, big time in me? tell us something about yourself that nobody knows. He goes, I sleep sitting up because of respiratory problems. I have wow. one of those adjustable beds. Oh. He was uh, he was in a band with Vivian Campbell from uh, from Def Leppard. If you can find it, I, I don't remember the name of the band. It's not River Dogs, but there's another one that he was in. That's pretty cool. Let's talk about the weekend and how yeah. You may stay home a little bit more than usual these days, so you got to have some good movies to watch. So let's do the Mark and the Interpol weekend movie pick. This is a fine one. This may be a great rock and roll movie. It's arguably the greatest rock and roll movie ever written. There's Maybe. A, there's an argument to be made for it. It's written by Cameron Crowe. He yep. also directed it. And Cameron Crowe wrote Fast Times at Ridgemont High, so there's a lot of humor in it also. A very fun movie called Almost Famous from now, 2000. Here's the interesting thing about it. Cameron Crowe, at one point, this movie is somewhat autobiographical because he was a very young journalist starting out yep. and a fan of Led Zeppelin, ended up going out on the road with the band early on in his career and at the peak of their career. And they, are, he's one of the few guys in Hollywood has that has been authorized to use Led Zeppelin music in his movies because of his friendship. You know what? Let's get one of our, our young promotions guys. He also does some other things here at the station named Matteo to give us a plot summary. Despite his overprotective mother's wishes, 15-year-old William Miller is hired by Rolling Stone magazine to tour with and write about the band Stillwater, an up-and-coming rock band. Seeing what goes on behind the scenes with a rock band leads to many new experiences for William, some good, some not so good. Yeah, not, <laughs> some things that his mother, played by Frances McDormand, would not approve of. Absolutely not. Now, okay, what band is it based on? A little bit of Led Zeppelin, obviously, because yeah. of some of the arguments and some of the weirdness that happens. I believe the main character, Russell, uh, Billy Crudup, I yeah. think, in, in the movie. Yep. The look is certainly based on Dickie Betts from the Allman Brothers Band, and it's a great early 70s rock star look. Yep, and, and Jason Lee, who you know from My Name is Earl... Um, he plays the lead vocalist who is, you know, it's Paul Rogers when he was in Free. Well, I mean, he looks exactly like him. Billy Crudup is Russell, the guitar player, and they have a they have a little argument about who's the front guy in the band. From the very beginning, we said, I'm the front man and you're the guitarist with Mystique. That's the <laughs> dynamic we agreed on. Page, Plant, Mick, Keith, Blackmore, Gillen. But somehow it's all turning around. We've got to control what's happening. There's a responsibility here. Excuse me, but didn't we all get into this to avoid responsibility? Well, yeah, it's just what happens. A band, you know, as it starts out, and I'm sure everybody that's ever been in a band knows this, it starts out with a couple of friends getting together and jamming. And then if you take it seriously, it becomes a business. Yeah, exactly. And when it becomes a business, suddenly, you know, there's a dynamic, a power struggle. And that happens throughout this uh, this movie. This was 
a real breakout movie for Kate Hudson, oh who is, is just beautiful in the movie. I fell in love with her in yeah. this movie. Um, here's one continuity error I picked up. It's, it's set in 1973, and there's the famous scene where he goes to a party in Topeka with some fans. They pick up Russell and take him to a party. Well, he's high AF. Yes. It's 1973, and the song playing in the background is Burn from Deep Purple, which came out in 1974. Oh, it's a no. continuity error that oh, slipped no. through the cracks. I well, will what if not. It was, what if the tour began pass. in '73 and then it and it rolled into '74? He says in the movie. Uh, he says right before that he goes. Think about it, man. 1984 is only 11 years away, all man. Right, yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. So, yeah. Continuity error there. Look at really you good movie it up, though. Yeah. Is it is it trained to Busan good? Yes. I don't know. Maybe a hair below, but it's a damn no. good movie. It's. I mean, it is uh, along with this is Spinal Tap, uh, and and very few others. I mean, there are very few movies that are made about rock and roll and about what it's like to be in a band and go out on the road and all that stuff that are as accurate as yeah. as almost famous as. And again, based upon the exploits of. Cameron Crowe when he was hanging out with Led Zeppelin and the entourages around them. Very fun movie. Excellent Highly movie. recommended as yeah. a weekend movie pick from Mark and Neanderthal. And- so let's update you on the, the guys who broke out of Florence. Uh, if they were going to make a movie, I suppose they would call it the not-so-great escape. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so they picked him up in Coolidge yesterday, these guys, two guys who broke out of Florence. That was back on Saturday of last week. How far away is Coolidge from Florence? Yeah, here's the deal. They only got about 10, 11 miles in five days. That's two miles a day. My dad would say, we're not making good time here. Come on, <laughs> get in the car. Here's the thing uh, I, that, that, that shocks me. Um, they had five days to get away, three of which were under the cover of darkness and storms i mean there was no excuse for their trail being easily followed it should have been washed away by the torrential rains we got and they were i mean god you could have walked to mexico in five days (laughs) seriously what's wrong with you guys one of the problems was if you saw the pictures yesterday these guys getting picked up actually there's video of it too and they they were not easy on these fellas as they cuffed them no as Um, well they shouldn't have been they should have been they should have been apprehended with extreme prejudice um, the guys still had their orange pants on. Of course they did. So we really didn't need to worry that much about them hitchhiking on the side of the road. Yes. Unless you thought they were the members of a band with matching outfits, you wouldn't have picked them up because they're wearing orange pants. Devo is suddenly trying to get to Mexico. Not sure how that worked out. Uh, you know, and that's the thing. They left the prison, what, did you say five days ago? Yeah, it was Saturday of last week, and then I got picked up yesterday. All right, so they were Maybe five, six days. They were on the road for five or six days <laughs> in the same clothes. We don't always smell this way. When we were tunneling out, we happened to hit the main sewer line. Dumb luck that. We were to Shaz on our own recognizances. We felt the institution no longer had anything to offer us. <laughs> yeah. You- <laughs> well, so, they're back now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, didn't didn't work that well. <laughs> um, I guess you know the good news is we can go back to picking up hitchhikers, right? Uh, well, you shouldn't really do that. No. But- um, we can so, all go back to hitchhiking again, though, right? <laughs> that's, that's okay now, right? Yeah. So no. that's that's the latest there. Um, they didn't really get anywhere, did they? That's that's good. We felt the institution no longer had anything to offer us.
As we talk about the top 35 classic rock singers of all time, actually, we'll revisit that band, The Cars, and not for the guy who just sang that song. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, The Cars had a great singer, and it wasn't Rick Ocasek. We'll pop in <laughs> at various times through the morning talking about the greatest rock singers of all time. Because tomorrow, starting at 10 o'clock, Earnhardt Auto Centers and Noble.com are powering the weekend. We start at 5 o'clock today with a block party weekend. And then at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, the block party weekend turns into a top 35 countdown of the greatest classic rock singers of all time. And you know what? It's based on your votes and yeah. stuff at KSLX.com. And again, we're celebrating the 35th anniversary of the classic rock that KSLX has been bringing the Valley so far. And we're hoping for another 35 years to come. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, everybody has their idea of who a great singer is. Hey, so what do you think about Van Morrison? I was kicking that one around. I'm not sure if I'd consider him a rock and roll singer, but he certainly got one of the best voices out there. I- interesting. It's- they, I, not a guy I would have thought of, but Van Morrison does have a unique voice, especially when, you know when he was with them. You know that was a little more rock yeah. than, than when he ended up being. So. He ended up being a much more mellow sort of lounge singer type deal later on. A good Irishman, yeah, good Irishman. Well, speaking of Irishman, here's a guy um, that I don't think gets anywhere near the credit as he should as a singer because his band was not very big overall in the overall. But Phil Lynott from Thin Lizzy. Couldn't. He had a soulful voice. Don't believe me if I tell you. Not a word of this is true. Don't believe me if I tell you. Especially if I tell you that I'm in love with you. It's, it's a great tune, by the way. Uh, yeah. There are two versions of that song. Yeah. There's a, there's an up-tempo version, and there's this version, which I think is better. Yes, and then at a certain point in this version, it goes to the up-tempo version. It's yeah. called Don't Believe a Word. It's a yeah. really, really good tune. Yeah, but he's one of those guys, again, soulful singer, fantastic singer, doesn't get anywhere near the credit he deserves, and I can almost guarantee he won't make the top 35. No. Because Thin Lizzy were just... doubt it. Lizzy were bigger. They're a bigger legend than they are in reality. Uh, Stephanie emailed in, mentioned Meatloaf. Who was, you know, yeah. he was a very good singer. Uh, check him out on a Ted Nugent album called Free, Free For All. All yeah. I think he sings two songs on there, and it's yeah. really, really good. Yeah, but no, Meatloaf can sing. Here's my, uh, here's another one of mine. Uh, this is a favorite of mine. At, now, you know I love the Allman Brothers band. Yes, I do. So you know I was going to pick Greg Allman, but yep. I'll, I'll show you something specific here. This is pre-Allman Brothers. They were in a band called The Hourglass. It was okay. Greg and Dwayne and, and three other guys. And... This is them doing what is called the BB King medley, and you can find this if you if you YouTube it. Just go Dwayne Allman, BB King medley. But listen to a guy who is probably twenty years old while he's singing this. A a young white man at twenty years old. I bought you a new Ford. Said I want a Cadillac. Bought you a ten dollar dinner. Thanks for the snack. It's a great great line. That's a great line right there. You know, I mean, here's the thing. Dwayne Allman and Greg Allman, obviously the architects of the Allman Brothers Band. Nobody in that band considered a great singer. Greg Allman is is absolutely considered a great singer by many people. No, by many Allman Brothers fans. He won't get mentioned in this list. Uh, I would be... I would be surprised if he shows up only because of lack of, of current awareness. Yeah. But he is he is very, not just by Allman Brothers fans, but is recognized as a great singer. Right, we'll see if he yeah. shows up in the top 35. Um, yeah. You know, there's a so And if by the way, if you have a singer that you want to suggest that we miss or we might overlook, you know, obviously we're going to get to the other. Uh, the obvious ones will be there. It's not a matter of who but where. The guys like Freddie Mercury and Robert Plant and, and, and 
uh, Paul Rogers, and you know some of those guys are going to make yeah. it there no matter what. It's matter, and of course, let's not leave out Pat Benatar and Ann Wilson. Yeah. They're going to show up somewhere as well. Biz Markey also. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, baby, <laughs> you, you got what I need. Biz Markey just slightly better than Vince <laughs> Neal. <laughs> Who will never make it onto anybody's top thirty-five? Nah, he won't. But he did the he did the job for yep. the crew. Yep. For those of you, by the way, who did a dry January, this is your last weekend. But are you all right? You gonna make you gonna make it? Oh, you gonna make it through the weekend? I didn't do a dry January. <laughs> Hell, there were five weekends in January this year. I'm not gonna do that. You think I'm crazy? Yeah. Well, you know what? You, you know, that, yeah. That's, that's which is tougher: the dry January with five weekends or Lent. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Lloyd Bridges was like, looks like I picked the wrong month to give up drinking. Yeah, exactly. Five weekends. Yeah. All right, so let's get back to uh, the top 35 classic rock singers of all time. It's going to be a big feature of our weekend. Starts at 10 yeah. o'clock tomorrow morning. Yeah. And we'll count them down according to your votes at KSLX.com. But, you know, it's again, it's very interesting the way voices resonate with people. Yes. Um, you'll have people suggesting people as as great singers who you would never think of how about bob dylan and jacob dylan he's not going to be on your list probably neil young now neil young and bob dylan yep are guys that most people would say those guys can't sing but they affect people it's the it you know it's not always the 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 classically trained voice sometimes it's the voice that just gets the message across like chrissy hind of the pretenders yes yeah, great example. Now, you know, and guys like Bob Dylan and Neil Young, again, as we talk about it, not the classic good voice, but um, a lot like Lemmy from Motorhead, who had an awful voice technically, but right. yes, yes, had amazing, amazing command of it yes. and was able to hold on to it for his entire career. Um, guys like Neil Young, again, it's an acquired taste. But it, I like singular voices. I like guys that are singular that don't really sound like other people and have had success doing it. Do you have a, a somebody from a Canadian band queued up there? I, as a matter because, of fact, I because, do because it's interesting. I, 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 you know, it's not the one that you would think. It's the other one. But I have found that a lot of the Canadian bands tend to have similar vocal styles. It must be something in the air up in the Great White North. Because I got an email from a gentleman named Jamie, and he says, yeah, I know I'm in the minority, but Rick Emmett from the band Triumph. There's a great example. Check this out right here. This is a, this is a song that you wouldn't normally hear. You know, very melodic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little, yeah. Bit, little bit of Steve Perry in there. Yeah. Yeah, and Steve Perry's definitely going to be on the list from Journey. Yeah, you know that. I don't so. think Rick Emmett's going to make this list, but there's a guy with... What a, yeah. what a note. Yeah. I mean, that, that guy can sing. That guy and, can belt it out. And a phenomenal guitar player as well. And the way he said the word stay was very Steve Perry-ish. Stay E-A. Yes. Yes. He could have sang the national anthem. <laughs> he has a, finds a way to, to make one-syllable words, multiple <laughs> syllables. Yeah. One of those guys. Who else you got over there? I, I didn't get one ready for this time. What do you got? Uh, you know, here's one. You know, and of course, we all know that Rob Halford is going to make the list. All right? Rob Halford is, is definitely one of the greatest singers of all time. But because he's in the metal genre... A lot of people don't give him the respect he deserves. Another guy that I can guarantee won't make the top 35 list, but maybe the greatest screamer in metal history. (laughs) 
Bruce Dickinson. Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden. The air raid siren. The human yeah. air raid siren. Yeah. No, he's got a, yeah. a powerhouse of a voice. And yeah. still has it. Yeah. He still sounds phenomenal yeah. live. And yeah. again, another guy that nobody sounds like. And I like that. Yeah. I like the singularity of his voice. Plus, you know, I, I you know, whereas you tend to lean toward the Allman Brothers and, and Kansas, I tend to lean toward the metal guys. Because those guys, excess is the way to go. Yeah. Um, Chris, he's a big listener of the Mark and the Interpol show, and I'll do this as a favor to him. James Dewar, who was the first singer from the Robin Trower band. Yes, very bluesy, very cool. Sang Day of the Eagle, Two Rolling Stones, all those songs from from Bridge of Sighs. He was a great singer. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's some guys, and again, these are guys that we're going to mention, and I'm sure we'll probably, I'll probably dig into a couple of metal guys. Uh, and Mark will dig into a couple of obscure guys that not necessarily traditionally thought of as classic rock singers. Right. But guys whose voices, or women whose voices you should check out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk about something slightly more manly, ridiculing those who act like an idiot. <laughs> it's the Mark and Neanderthal. Dumbass of the day. You know, I actually have some sympathy for our, our dumbass today. 54-year-old Asif Raja from Astoria, Queens, New York. Asif, get in here. So, uh-huh. he is a, a restaurant owner, okay? it's a That's a tough road. Any, uh, you know, It's a tough At road any to time. hoe anytime sure. you get on it. Yeah, um, definitely. Being a restaurant owner, you add in COVID-19 and you got potentially some tough times. So You got to make some decisions that you normally wouldn't make. Back in August, Asif's restaurant was shut down due to COVID-19 restrictions. And as we've seen around here, around the country, not many restaurants can survive prolonged closures. Yeah, it's very difficult. So Asif went to the nuclear option. Which was? Setting his restaurant on fire. Yes, that is the nuclear option. I picture yeah. I picture Henry and uh, Tommy sitting outside there waiting for the, the straw to light up. Yeah. Uh, you know, you want to collect the insurance money. That's mm-hmm. so. It was tricky though. Each time Asif tried to get the thing going, the the sprinkler system came on and put it out. That was the sprinkler system that was paid for and maintained by Asif, the owner of the restaurant. Aha! Uh, so Asif then got very serious. Used probably used a little more accelerant. Worked faster. He got the place going, and yes, the fire did destroy the restaurant. Yeah, you know, obviously not good. this was after hours. Obviously, nobody sure. was hurt. Um, well, um, Asif was arrested just the other day because, like the sprinkler system that Asif paid for and maintained, um, there was another system in there that he paid for and maintained. That was a surveillance I was just going to say, is that, does that start with an S just like sprinkler I, but end with security? I don't know uh, if he thought that digital footage would be destroyed by a fire. I, I don't know. Um, but it wasn't. Uh-oh. And, and once investigators got wouldn't a look you, at it. you have taken the SIM card out of the security system? Yeah, yeah you'd think. Insurance fraud? Yeah, I would think that's yeah. ste- step one. Make sure there's no record of your insurance fraud. Exactly. Is usually make, step one. Make I mean, sure I'm not, you're not recording yeah, yourself. I'm not advocating. Yeah. I'm just recognizing. Yeah. Either way, investigators got a good look at it, and Asif's goose was cooked. See what I did there? I used a cooking I idiom. see what you did there, yeah. yeah. Is that, does he serve goose at that restaurant? I don't know. Yeah. But the plan was half-baked. I see, see what, what you did. did that's yeah. a baking idiom. Yeah. You know what they're going to do? They're going to fry him. <laughs> That's a frying idiom. I see what you did there. Asif Raja. I'm sure the authorities were steamed. There you go. He's your Mark Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hey, this is Red Rocker Sammy Hagar, and I personally think that's a beautiful story you just told. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Sammy, for your feigned enthusiasm. Yes, and that was sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports at RideNow.com. 
Earnhardt Auto Centers and NoBull.com are sponsoring things, and we'll kick off the top 35 classic rock singers of all time, according to you. Yeah, you have a chance to do this now. We'll, uh, go to KSLX.com. We're compiling the final votes here and putting together this list. Now, again, it's your list of top vocalists. Now, there are some pre- certain people that you know are going to make it. Paul Rogers is going to make it. You know, uh, Freddie Mercury is going to make it. I'm sure uh, the guy we're going to play in just a second is going to make it. There are going to be some guys that may or may not make it. It's really not a matter for some of them being a who, but where they end up. Yeah, I just want to let you know about a singer that I don't think is going to make the list. He's the best, best screamer of all time, Rob Halford. From Judas Priest, There's Rob an argument got to be a made. phenomenal voice. There's an argument to be made. Here we go. It's a, that's a tough one. Yeah, you know, he's almost too buried in the mix there. They don't have him out front enough. But, like, yeah, I mean, if he's you listen a, to, if you said, like, the Green Manalishi. Yeah, yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's uh, and again, because he's a metal singer, um, he won't get the kind of respect. I don't think he'll get the kind of respect he deserves as being the great singer that he is. And he's a friend of the show. So, Rob, if you're listening, we love you, man. <laughs> I'll give you one that's not going to be on the list. Nobody's okay. going to think of it. All right. But I, th- I thought the guy was a phenomenal singer. Right. He destroyed his voice on, on drink and smoke and all that kind of stuff. Got a lot of it back, but re- retired about five or seven years ago. From the band Kansas, okay. Steve Walsh. Now, you know Dust in the Wind. You know Carry On, Wayward Son. Which he's, are great songs. He's, and he's a terrific singer. Yeah. I'll, this is later day Kansas from like 88 or so. This 86, is, I think. 86. Yeah. yeah, you actually, when they kind of reformed. Yeah. And he was the leader of the band, Steve Morse on guitar, who you'll hear in here. But this is a great version of Kansas, powerful stuff called Silhouettes in Disguise. Steve Morris right yeah, there. Yeah, for me, to me, for me, that sounds like Survivor. That sounds like Jimmy Jameson from Survivor. That is disgusting. No, I'm just, that's what it sounds like Take to me. Take that back. I'm just, I'm just, that's what it reminds me of. Like, if I didn't know that was Kansas, I would think it was a Survivor song. Will you stop? I'm sorry. All right, I'm going to make an even more controversial statement. Are you ready for this? I'm going to say this guy here is the best singer of his genre. In the history of his genre, he's the best vocalist of, the, of his genre. Tell me who. That's a ballsy one right there. Of the entire hairband era, which I guess began around 1982, 83. You got your Bon Jovis, your and, Def Leppards. And, and, and your Def Leppards, your Bon Jovis, your Motley Crues, your Rats, your Dawkins, all of those right there. Uh, and it ended somewhere around, I would say, 1992, would say that hairband era ended. This guy is the best singer of all of them. That sounds like air supply to me. (laughs) (laughs) But Sebastian Bach is the best singer of his genre. He is the best. He wasn't necessarily in the best band. They were a good band. But he is, I mean, that guy can, he can growl. He can scream. He's got the aggression in his voice. If you listen to stuff like Slave to the Grind and Monkey Business and Youth Gone Wild. And then he has this tender, like, amazing tone to his voice. He should have been a legend. 
They did a Rush tribute album some years back with different different bands covering Rush. Yeah, he was the only guy who could actually nail the voice. Yeah, yeah. He and, well, he's Canadian, so I think it's yeah, in there, he, I think it's he, in their constitution that if he, you're going to sing, he can get up high like yeah. that. So, yeah, so yeah. he should be bigger than he is, but he's not going to get anywhere near the respect he deserves. Survivor. I'm just saying what I hear. Now, in in certain instances, it's not a matter of who; it's a matter of where. I mean, we know that we know that Freddie Mercury and Robert Plant and Roger Daltrey. You know, there are certain guys, Paul Rogers. Those guys are all going to be on this list, and Wilson will be on this list. I'm guessing Pat Benatar might squeak in. Who knows? But there are certain ones who are a given. All right, I, it's not a matter of who; it's a matter of where. You want? I think this is a given. Okay, but uh, but I'll I'll give you an example of why and something you probably haven't heard in a while. Okay, it's uh, we all got sick of this song because it became a Chevy commercial. All right, but if you listen to Bob Seger on this sort of tail end of like a rock, shortly after the amazing slide guitar solo. Okay, um, this is singing right here. As good as it gets, That's right there. Goosebumps That's goosebumps territory, right there. You know, it's funny because I don't like. I'm not a big Bob Seger fan, but I do like that style of singing, that bluesy sort of, sort of scratchy, soulful yeah. thing. You know who has this? And because he's a colossal jerk, he won't get any votes in this list. <laughs> I'm talking about Chris Robinson from the Black Crows. Yeah. You remember yeah. Chris, yeah. that first Black Crows? How about the vocal performance here? This is like the best Faces song that Faces never wrote. Straight out of the Stones. some sick vocals right there. I read the drum, the drummer put out a really interesting book. Of yeah. The former drummer of the Black Crows. I read his yeah. book. Um, if I still like Chris Robinson now, that means he's got a great voice because yeah. there's very little else to like about him. Yeah, there's yeah, he's he's a colossal jerk. Yeah. I mean, and 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 you know, if any of the stories, yes. any one of the stories yes. in that book are true. Yeah. I mean, you then, know, yeah. Yeah, we have we have enough of that stuff. And plus, <laughs> he had Kate Hudson and screwed that up. I know. <laughs> screwed it up. Yeah. Wrong with you? Very, very foolish. Uh, so you know, if you've got a vocal uh, suggestion, you can always email them to us if you want to. Uh, you know what? Actually, we did get an email here about um, guy. Guy wrote in. Guy named Drew wrote in. Said, in my opinion, an overlooked singer is Mickey Thomas of Jefferson Starship slash Starship. They sort of evolved over the years. Interesting because um, you know I'm not I'm, because of my age. I'm more Starship than Airplane. Um, and that stuff that he did, like Jane and uh, Stranger and Find Your Way Back, some of my favorite stuff. I, I love the vocal performances on that. You know, he's never going to get the credit he deserves. When he got that job as a singer of Starship, I was like, oh, I, I know that guy. He used to sing with Elvin Bishop, and he sang on a very, very big hit. Sang, fooled around, and fell in I, love. I remember and this song. That's live. Yeah, this right is there. him. He's not in the studio here. This is a live performance. Yeah, no, he, he, was a, he was a very, very strong singer. Everybody, you know the words. Yeah, that's a voice right there. Hell yeah. So uh, we will see where everybody lands on Monday. We'll, we'll print that list. 
Actually, you, you'll you'll hear the countdown, and then on Monday it will certainly be up at KSLX.com. And the top 35 classic rock singers of all time. Right now is that time of the morning where producer Guido collects the best audio clips of the day and things you'll yeah. be talking about at work later I, on. I'm excited about this first one because it involves a, a, a Guido tells us it involves a story that has dominated our local digital billboards <laughs> for the entire week. Local our, headlines, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. What, uh, what, is this the uh, the prison break? Yeah, so the two inmates who, uh, who escaped Florence prison over the weekend have been located and arrested. Uh, local law enforcement gave us an update on their arrest. This information came at the intersection of Vale Road and Highway 87, uh, where they were seen in a farm field. Now, if you put that into perspective of where Florence uh, Prison is located and where these uh, individuals were apprehended, it's only about 14 miles, folks. (laughs) Only 14 miles in, what was the time frame? A little over... 100 hours, they were only able to travel 14 miles. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it is great. It is great. It's great that they weren't able to infiltrate another country yeah. or end up in one of the suburbs around Florence and, no, they and murder and maim people. Yeah. They only made it as far as they made it. That is great. That, they didn't make very good time. Uh, they, Steve McQueen is starring in a movie version of this, <laughs> The Not-So-Great Escape. Yeah. And uh, I'll just say this. Andy Dufresne laughs at them from Zihuatanejo. <laughs> sure. Uh, but you know what? Here's the thing. They're not the only, that, those guys are local. They've been here for a right. long time. I found out uh, recently, and this sort of plays into clip number two, summertime isn't the only time out-of-towners come to our state and go hiking unprepared. Let's go to Sedona, where some idiots got lost in the snow. What do you got, Guido? Yeah, so a trio of out-of-state hikers, as you mentioned, uh, were stranded for 48 hours in windy, snowy conditions in Sedona. The Arizona National Guard crew chief uh, describes the rescue. Any one of these rescue situations, as time goes down, uh, the chances of a successful recovery go down significantly with it. Uh, the faster you can get out there, faster get them out there and get them on a, in a warm ambulance, the better off they have. However, they seem to be very, very thrilled to get inside that aircraft at that point. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. These hikers were stranded for over two days in the mountains in Sedona, like on Monday and Tuesday of this week, which was the coldest time of the week. Um, You know, Clint Eastwood said it, I believe, in the second Dirty Harry movie. (laughs) A man's got to know his limitations. If you're new in town, you can't just go hiking anywhere you damn please without without checking things out. I know it looks like it. I mean, you look outside today, you go, wow, it's a beautiful day. I'm going to be all right. Yeah, that sun drops down. It does get cold. The interesting thing about it is that the end of that little clip is where he goes, they seem very happy to be loaded into the helicopter at that point. What were they going to (laughs) do? They were were lost in the snow for two days and just wave it off? No, no. We were just thinking about having a dawn party if you get what we're saying <laughs> no i not to, and not to make fun of that but that is yeah of course they were happy to of get course in. they and were those guys did a phenomenal job on the rescue though it was yes. as windy as could be as snowy as can be yep. and they saved three people yeah so, so pretty it's a good job pretty impressive now speaking of flying yesterday we had a parent going crazy about coronavirus and schools not opening yeah we have a i think we guido we have, says a, we we have, have a karen a, sighting guido says we have a similar kind of thing somebody going nuts right Yep. So we have uh, some passengers on a Southwest Airlines flight were being disrupted while deplaning. And uh, an upset woman causing commotion and blocking the aisles being called a Karen. Okay. Uh, 
Be sure to listen for the other passenger mentioning needing to use the restroom. Trying to be nice. I'm right here. Are you going to get off the aircraft or are you going to sit there and scream? I'm just asking. Because it's, it's going to be your turn. I got to pee. So go I got to pee. Both of you. Ma'am, I'm trying to. Oh, my God. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, my God. Jesus. That's well, annoying. You're not work here, ma'am. Well, I'm right. I mean, get off the aircraft, please. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine somebody doing that on a plane you're on? We might be responsible to replace some stereo speakers now. That was uh, un- uncalled for, Guido. I hope. I right just now, hope. I, there are dogs in Florence going, did you hear that? I heard that. <laughs> I just hope everybody heard the, I got to pee. I got to get <laughs> off this plane. I, you know what? They told us we'd be off this plane in seven minutes, and we're up to six. <laughs> I, I. I, I got to, to go. Yeah. <laughs> Did that, you hear the uh, the lady at the end saying, "I work here, ma'am. Yeah. I work here." I, that's <laughs> that just gave me flashbacks of working retail. I'm like, I, I don't want any of this. I, right. I just work here. Those are great clips. Yeah, and again, right. it reminds me again of the Mike Leach. I'm 40. I'm a man. Yep. <laughs> All right. So every every day we'll bring you the great audio clips of the day. And Good job, uh, Guido. Thank more. You. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.